millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Greetings all. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. The Premier League is upon us. Chelsea have signed Kepper, Arsenal have signed some players, and Burnley love goalkeepers. Let's go! Hello, everybody. My name's Marcus Speller still, and uh, Jim Campbell is up in Edinburgh performing uh, some wonderful comedies. But Luke Moore and Pete Donaldson are here. Yay! We've not spent 13 grand on a small room. Well, we have. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This one here, you're sad, isn't it? But we've got a fighting chance of making our money back. Oh, that's a dig. What? It's it's expensive business, Edinburgh Festival. I feel sorry for Jim, but he's he's doing it for the lols and he's he's doing it for you. He's at the mash house and he's mashing it up. Mashing it up. To give people a little look behind the curtain, that is Pete's way of trying to find out if Jim's going to listen when he's not here. (laughs) (laughs) He won't. Indeed. Oh, my goodness. Premier League. Beginning. It is just hours is, is away. It's happening again. It is. It is indeed. Um, yes, because uh, Friday night, Manchester United versus Leicester City. The football mm. gods have decided Come we will on. renew the Premier League for another season. Yep. So we're all here. Um, and I think it's very fitting that the, the live Mourinho meltdown, the, the reality <laughs> show that is the Mourinho meltdown, yeah, I'm still going. is going to be opening... This is the big curtain raiser of the year. Absolutely. Um, can't wait to see what happens. Looking forward I to it. I hope he turns up in just his pants. Remember he was spotted <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the heat wave in just his pants yeah. like he'd had some kind of problem. But any of us would have, if any of us had a long lens around us, we would have been spotted in our pants this summer. Oh, you? hugely. Yeah. You, actually, you were spotted in your pants in this studio a couple Mate, of days you, ago. You've got a whole folder on your iPhone, on your iCloud. It's just called Pete. You could be fappened at any moment some and of you'd the... see my bits. <laughs> yes, I think that, that would be put in a time capsule. <laughs> For, yeah. for future generations. We're going to send that out on the next voyage of spacecraft. Just yeah. that part of my body? Oh, the rest of it. <laughs> so, is it, can I just get some clarification from you, you guys? Can. Of course you can. Is Mourinho happy with the signs they've made? <laughs> <laughs> Look, at the time is of him, recording... Is him and Woodward buddies? Yeah. Well, at the time of recording, they haven't signed Harry Maguire or anybody like that. Centre-half, essentially. Mm. Uh, so, but there's a, there's a few more hours left of the window, of Harry course. Maguire to Man United, benched by November... Why would he do that to himself? I know yeah. he fancies it. But do you, Pete, but... do you think that certain young players, or actually any players, think, do are at the point now where they're thinking, I'm not sure I want to go and work for, for that manager? Hugely. One, because of who he is now. Two, because he might not be there. Jerome Boateng it, phoned it, him personally. It would be... I'm not joining you. <laughs> <laughs> it would be Jose Mourinho in a press conference talking about Harry Maguire. Uh, well, he uh, insists on... Uh, That's Valsen He's not pro- French. ...causing problems with the villagers and um, wearing a bolt in his neck. I can't work with that. 
Fair enough. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. He's not it's French monsters. though, is he? Neither of them are French. monster. Oh, you just got... <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. That's yeah, the name of the scientist. Oh, <laughs> Lukey, an early mistake. That is Mary Shelley, page one. I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> a second bid of £60 million for Harry Maguire. I mean, I know he yeah. had a good World Cup. He had an excellent World Cup. £60 million pounds mm. was turned down. That's how much Leicester won him. But of course, at the time recording... We, we, well, we well what? I mean, it's very, very difficult for us at the time we're making this show, yeah. given that the transfer deadline uh, stop is, is tonight. Yeah. to talk about this speculation without any sort of... Because we, we just don't know what's going to happen. We so, don't. You know, it's it's like, not a great time to be doing transfers no. on the last day of the transfer window. And, and again, when they when they decided to close the transfer window, we were not consulted. <laughs> <laughs> well, the two, the two Manchester teams um, were dead against the early end. Uh, Apparently, yeah. I know Man United voted against it, didn't mm. they? Yeah, why is that? Because they've got all the money and they can pinch <laughs> other players. It's, it's <laughs> the, the smaller clubs won that argument for my money. Do you see what I mean? Because you want to start the season, you want to know who you've got. If Leicester City start the season and then a, a few weeks in, Harry Maguire goes, that's one of their key players, you know, so it's, they want to know what they're doing. It's a little bit of a ridiculous uh, situation. But does Mourinho have a little bit of a point, bearing in mind that Man United are probably the most profitable football club, the biggest cash cow in the world? I think he's had more than enough money over the past in few the world? seasons. Are they even the biggest one in Manchester these days, <laughs> No, I mean, as in... I don't know you mean. They're a massive yeah, global yeah, yeah. brand. They're a massive yeah, global yeah, brand course. and they bring in so much sponsorship, etc., etc. And I think that although Jose Mourinho has um, ruined more players than he's improved, he still managed <laughs> to get... That. That'll be on his gravestone. <laughs> he has, though. Um, he has recently. You have to say that. Not in the past, though. For Manchester United, he has ruined more players. Ruined more careers than he's improved them. Okay. All right, but Manchester United, you can say that. But... Yeah. Okay, and he's still got a second place. So yeah. Yeah. you yeah. you need to be spending at least what Man City are spending. Mm-hmm. You need to be spending at least what Liverpool are spending. Liverpool are the only ones who, who look yeah. like they're really, really gunning. They're going to put up a fight. Yeah. Well, I, I I just wanted to make a, a really quick point about um, the Maguire situation because to me it feels like I th- and we know about this talk of Mourinho and Woodward being at loggerheads for different reasons and maybe a bit partly to do with the Perisic thing that didn't happen, mm. but. Um, it seems to me, reading between the lines, that the club want Harry Maguire, mm. young English player, will probably improve. It's a, it's a logical step for him. He's a, a, an eye-catching World Cup and is obviously a very good player and probably is good enough to play for Man United. Yeah. But I think Mourinho wants Alderweireld because he's a lot more senior. Mm. Um, he can partner up with one or two of the other... Because a lot of their centre-backs don't really look as good without a good centre-back next to them. Mm. And Alderweireld, is, if he can stay fit, is as good as, the, as, good as they come. But I can see why the club might prefer Maguire because he's younger, because he's got a better injury record, because he's on he's upwardly mobile and he's an improving player. So mm. that, to me, a very basic reading of the situation. Mm. It would make sense, wouldn't it, for them to be at loggerheads about that, and that's mm. why neither of them have happened. Yeah, definitely. Well, he wanted Jerome Boateng, as I say, who eventually went to the length of actually calling Mourinho and saying, can, can you stop this? That's please? a fantastic move, that. Because <laughs> Boateng, does, I mean, based on what he did in the World Cup, he doesn't know his ass from his elbow. So how, how he even found his phone, is uh, yeah. it, it must have taken a lot of motivation. But, but Boateng, he's obviously, He's, he's fallen a bit from grace because he won the World Cup only, if, you know, what, four years ago, lest we forget. And he was one of the better players. He was well. fantastic, uh, but a lot of injuries. Um, mm. So there was talk of a season-long loan uh, for him at Manchester United and so on. But the other one that could come out of, of, of left field is Kurt Zuma being brought in from Chelsea. Mourinho liked Zuma when he when he was there. That is left field. Yes, so uh, we, we shall see. But again, yeah, we don't know if it's going to happen. You'll probably know more than us. Perhaps, ladies and gentlemen, by the time you listen to this, they did turn down an offer from Barcelona, of course, for Andre for an offer of Andre Gomez, Yerry Mina and £45 million for Paul Pogba. It's sort of like yeah. going into the safe and going, what have we got in here? Yeah. <laughs> do, you find that, do you find that strange they're offering up um, Pogba, Marcus? 
No, Barcelona wanted Pogba. Yeah, but... That, but you, do I find it strange that Barcelona want Pogba? Yeah. No, the, oh, so you say United turned that down, not Barcelona. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Manchester United sure, turned okay. it down. Because yeah, yeah. there was talk in the back of the papers this week that Pogba has said, give me a massive pay rise or I'm off. Yeah. I don't know how true that is. Well, and his agent, of course, uh, Mina Raiola, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, said that uh, he wants Paul Pogba to go to Barcelona. And I suppose you know, off the back of the World Cup and so on, Pogba can go wherever he wants. Well, I mean, look at the reaction that Mourinho um, gave to Pogba's, you know, excellent, yeah. excellent performance. He should be pleased for him. He should be he pleased for him. him. But yeah. he says, you know, well, you know, so doesn't do it for Man United, does he? It's like, well, just say... He's you good. are part of that. If only you, are, that you could do something of, about that, That is literally <laughs> part of your situation. And, and there's talk now, isn't there, that the signing of Alexis Sanchez in January actually... Put Paul Pogba and Anthony Martial's nose out of joint right. as well, and so mm. the balance, the, the balance and the chemistry between the squad mm. seems really poor. And when you see the way Mourinho's behaving, it's not a huge surprise. No, I, th- I think Sanchez is going to have an excellent season. Well, Sanchez, I mean, he, 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 he didn't hit the ground running, obviously, because that team was in a little bit of disarray. They still finished second, as I said, but uh, I think this season we're really going to see the best of that man. He again. did say this week that Manchester United need to sign big name players to challenge for titles, and it's like you could have said that a few weeks earlier. The window's about to shut. Yeah. Silly sausage. He did say that he's been impressed with the Brazilian Fred in training and that Fred will be good for his own game. Oh, I think Fred looks like a solid player. He does, I, yeah. I think he's a player that they, they'll be able to rely on. But what do, do you think? Man United need that much? I understand the centre-back situation. But when you start naming these players, you know, Fred's going to slot in there. They've got Matic, who's a I, solid I, player. I, I, Sanchez that... going forward. Juan Mata, <laughs> Lukaku. You know, it's not too bad. But the, the problem just seems to be Jose Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> like, where, 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 where do they need strengthening? Managerially. Yeah. The coaching <laughs> no one, staff. Yeah, no one ever words it like that, do they? Well, the club needs to strengthen. Where do you need to strengthen? In, in the dugout. Me, mainly. I'm dreadful. I'm fucking dreadful. <laughs> yeah. I am a busted plus. It's such a shame, though, that... Mourinho is is doing all this because you know recently um you know I was, I was reminded um that was you know when when Mourinho first sort of started out and I know that that argument about managers sometimes only have I say only the top managers have 10 years at the top level mm. which is a hell of an achievement by the way but often we think managers can go on and on and on and on right yeah uh, and Alex Ferguson Sir Alex Ferguson was such an exception to that rule but Mourinho it wasn't you know when he was at Porto I was reminded recently um that he said, you know, Vito Bayer used to say it was like he could see into the future with tactics. It was at a game when Porto played, I forget who it was, Benfica probably. Mourinho said, the referee won't be able to handle the pressure, so we'll send one of ours off. This is what Benfica will do in reaction, by the way, because we're going to go 1 0 up. Mm. And then this is how we react when we go down to 10 men. Da, da, da. All that stuff happened in the game mm. and they won 1 0. Yeah. It's absolute genius, you know. Now so, his predictions are I will be terrible in my third season and leave. <laughs> no, his predictions now are I am not going to, I probably won't bother to have a shave when I get up tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'll get to the fridge and there'll be no milk left. Yeah. I won't be able to have any porridge. I'll probably have a two pieces of stale toast mm. and I'll be in a bad mood all day. It's a reference. Any question? It's reason... a reference I use quite a lot, but Bez, when Bez from the Happy Mondays entered the Big Brother, Big Brother house, yeah. Ooh. Like a week in, he started getting hives. His yeah. skin started <laughs> yeah. flaking off. Yeah, It was like he was going off. But, but the reason why I say that story, and also remind people that Madrid finished, what was it, a record points tally to beat mm. Guardiola's uh, Barcelona in yeah. La Liga? Mm. Um, treble with Inter. He did all those things, and often he reminds us and so on. It's just such a shame to see him like this, you know. Mm. Well, Man United are seven to one third favourites to win the Premier League this season, and I agree with Pete. They're going to have to improve. Ten pound on that with Bet Three Six Five will, of course, return eighty pound, including stake. Come May, should they do the business? What do we think about um, Leicester on the well, other side of the ledger? I like the fact they've signed Johnny Evans. 
Yes, I do. He was, yeah. he was. There was there was talk of him moving to a number of clubs. Yeah, and to go to a solid side like Leicester, you know, playing in, in front of that uh, that that stadium and, and, and so on and so forth. You know, it's, it's got a great. Yeah. Stadium. I, I'm hoping he's playing in in the stadium, not in front of it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. True, true. Get Le- him inside the stadium. <laughs> he's Le- all right. He is. Leicester, of course, <laughs> finished ninth last season, didn't yeah. they? And they had an okay season. They, they they sort of finished the season with a bit of a whimper, mm-hmm. um, but um, they're Premier League. I mean, it, they're a cemented Premier League side. But as soon they? as you say that, literally, I was about to say, <laughs> Pete, as soon as you say that, they tend to have a bit of a people tend to have a bit of a wobbly one. So I, I like they, they've signed. Um, a player called um, Rashid Ghezal, haven't they? From, yes, they have. From Monaco, yes. who looks to be the Mares replacement. He's like mm, an attacking mm. wide player. So if he hits the ground running, they'll, they'll, they won't miss Mares as much. But he's a big miss for them, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I think I think some of the signings have been quite kind of Johnny Evans, you know, because Robert Huth has, has uh, I think he, I don't know if he's got another club or anything, but his time at Leicester is certainly finished. Uh, so Evans comes in there to bolster it. And even if they lost Maguire, um, Evans, you know, good solid Premier League operator. I think Evans course. alongside Maguire would be fantastic if yeah, they keep hold of him. Absolutely. Yeah. I haven't seen much of that fullback they signed. But Ricardo. He, won, he won the league with Porto last year, didn't he? Mm, yeah. So, yeah, I think they've made decent additions. It'd be interesting to see what they can do. Can they win the league again? Um, who, Leicester? Yeah. I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> no, okay. well, um, Pete, what do you do want you think to... that was? A, is it looking like that's just a one off now? I would say so. Okay. <laughs> did it look like it was just a one-off as soon as Ranieri was holding Andre Bocelli's jacket? Yes, it did. And I'm not taking anything away from the Foxes. I'm just and it was a great jacket. It's better to have loved than lost. I'll tell you Pete, what. Pete, what do you want to see happen on the, under the Friday night lights? Uh, what do you mean? What do what, I want to see? Got, Man United I want Leicester. to see you sat with a craft deal like, having, a, having a lovely time watching the football. I'll be on the radio. Oh, maybe oh. maybe they'll let me have a craft ale. Who knows? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because uh, you, you love a Friday night match. That's one of your favourite things. I, I like. The, that, have they taken that away from you? I just like. I just like. It'll I, be on. Well, we'll have it on the telly. I, I just <laughs> like. I like the idea of evening matches. Mm. And, and to me, it feels nice that we're still in August, which is a little bit of a tricky time to certainly for for preview show reasons to you know to have a look at what's happening yeah. and trying to work out which teams at which stage. But in the summer, it feels like play, watching Premier League or league football under like blazing sunshine feels wrong so the yeah. opening to the to the season should be as the sun's starting to set and I quite yeah. like that yeah absolutely I, I am starting to come around to Friday night football even though you've got nothing else on to be fair even you? though they yeah even though they sort of gave up on it halfway through the season didn't they last season yeah mm. they did sort of try and they sacked it off a little bit mm. I think they tried to sort of brush it under the, mm. the considerable Sky Sports carpet <laughs> which has already got under it Keys and Gray and load of other stuff. Is Carrier coming back? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, he's already back. I think. Oh. Uh, Newcastle he's sucking that spit back in. New, <laughs> Newcastle United. Your 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 boys, Peter. Speaking of sucking that spit back in. Newcastle United, Tottenham Hotspur currently on the same points. Um, they are. <laughs> they, they played each other the, the same time last year. It's always the a book end of this match. Strange, always, isn't it? Yeah, we either start, finish. We either start or end the season. So the last uh, three seasons, what Newcastle have been in the Prem? Yeah, very weird. Yeah. Oh, would it probably, bit, oh, probably, oh, probably won't happen next season. Maybe three say. of the last four. <laughs> but yes, uh, Spurs won two 0 Shelby was sent off. So, right. Pete, are, are all of that's new... a fair prediction for this time round? <laughs> is it going to be hard for Newcastle and Spurs? I mean, does, does this come down to this game? Who can um, gel with all their new signings? <laughs> <laughs> At least Newcastle are mid. I was going to say, I don't know well, who you're having a dig at there. Loans. Loans. Yeah. No, not all. Not all. Uh, De- Debrav- Debravka's on a permanent. Yeah, he, we, had him, we had him last season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Proved himself. Kennedy, he's on a loan. We had him last season. Pete De- no, but Debravka's a permanent one, though. He's, he is he a passed his one, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. probation. Probation. So, 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 so if you want me to go through them, Marcus, Marino, uh, he's gone for 10 million. And Bemba, nearly eight. 
Sells Matt Sells to Strasbourg for four. Mitro 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 for twenty two. Great move for him. Twenty two good could be as high as twenty seven million. Yeah, uh, and Adam Armstrong for two. So you know we're cracking on for fifty million there. there We've go. brought in uh, Ke Sung Young for free. Uh, Kennedy and Rondon on a loan. Debravka for a few million. Shaw for three. Bit of a steal. Uh, Brighton have spent £50 million. Pounds. Yeah. You've also got Yoshinori Muto. Oh, yeah. come on. So you're loving that you've got a Japan international in the side. I am enjoying that. Come but on. he has only scored two international goals against Iran and Venezuela. That's international football. Baby steps, Pete. baby Japanese steps. Is the signing of a Japanese player papering over the cracks for you at the moment? Well, we, well we've got a Japanese player. We've got a South Korean and uh, the South Korean captain, in fact. It's, uh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm loving it. I'll tell you what, though. Fabian Shaw, you said he was a steal from Deportivo. Starting centre-half for Switzerland at the oh, World he, Cup uh, you know Luke, Luke made the point when, uh, when, when he um, signed on the dotted line I think he's a good if, player if indeed we use paper anymore probably an iPad let's nowadays, not get down it? about that yeah. okay <laughs> other things yes <laughs> it's uh, shit at Newcastle <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you, did you see the way that they sort of marketed the shirts though like the new uh, the new slash old kind of um, maroon hooped shirts oh yeah if, like evoking images of uh, Kevin yeah. Keegan's entertainers and stuff like that, using flags with uh, Pat Pavel as a Geordie and stuff like that, images uh-huh. of Bobby Robson and Les yeah. Ferdinand. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Fuck you, Why actually. don't you like that? Because it's a fucking joke. Pete, we've heard a lot about what Mike Ashley doesn't do, and what he can't do. What has he done well since he's been there? Uh, Since he's been there, yeah. let's just talk about this summer. I think there's enough just for this. I'll tell you what, Peter. Put suspended Peter Beardsley. I don't fucking know. I tell you what. I did think to myself, like when that man sells the club and whenever it is, we're all going up there. I'm gonna- we're all going up there. I'll have a Bailey's. We're getting involved because those poor people of Newcastle have suffered so long. I, I oh my goodness, my heart bleeds for them. We, yeah, it'll be one hell of an evening in, in the toon when uh, when he sells. So. Yeah, we'll yeah, go there. We'll, we'll, it's we'll, just a cash cow. He, he, he wants Pete. as long as they're in the Premier. League, as long as he can maintain Peter. Premier League status, he will not be investing more money than necessary and he will not be leaving. I think club. a Pete, Pete Donaldson-led consortium should make him an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. When he sells the club and, he, and Mike Ashley moves on, we will all go up there and have a vigil. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Live show from the steps of St. James outside Denver 9. Which eff- will be renamed Shearer's, thank you. Yeah. Or an effigy, maybe. Something what like what that. about... Um, Solomon Rondon. Yeah, uh, that's a good song. That's not they bad. Need, they need goals. Um, I think they scored two in pre-season. I think they lost pretty much. Oh, well, pre-season can come and go, but Rondon's not a bad signing, though. Uh, Rondon's not a bad signing, but you know we, we've lost a striker as well. Uh, yeah, let's not forget a striker that wasn't used. Mm. And can, was I, can, I, can I argue that Please. Solomon Rondon is? I mean, possibly the most average signing any Premier League team could make. No, yeah, but that, that no. for Newcastle United though, that no, is almost a twelve million pound player. Almost. I, I think I disagree with that because I think under Benitez, I think Benitez can make the, the, underperforming players who've got a little bit of something. He can make them more it's functional. The, it's the last season for Benitez. He has he had a big, I think, six or seven million um, buyout clause. If someone was willing to pay that amount of money, he would have already gone um, this season. Um, and the Rafa uh, situation and his managerial tenure, I think, will be um, seen as being a massive missed opportunity because Rafa, for all his faults. For all of his fallings out with people like um, Mitrovic, I think he can pick a player. Uh, he obviously can. He's a good coach. He's a good, he's a good there's coach. There's no way. And he, and he knows how to strengthen a team 
not with a ridiculous amount of money, but they're not he's even giving him, a, not a, even him a, a medium amount. You've only, you've only got to look at if he were to move on, who would they better get in? And the answer is no one anywhere near as good. No chance. But Pete, just to finish up before we start talking about Spurs, did that 2 0 um, friendly win over St. Patrick's Athletic mean nothing to you? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Was that the two goals? They, yeah. um, the, <laughs> Newcastle United sold a package of four or five uh, matches so you could watch it live, basically. Okay. Um, and uh, the technology was so bad that I give everyone refunds. <laughs> <laughs> a metaphor. And actually, they, they also they also got a 2-2 draw against Hull, so they scored more than two in the preseason. Thank <laughs> you very much. Right. Have a bit of respect for the Ashley regime. Yeah. What about Spurs? They've signed no one. Yeah, they're trying, no. they were trying to get Jack Grealish at the time of recording. That's not happened, so... You'd fancy them to beat Newcastle, though, wouldn't you? I probably would, yeah. yeah. But, but I, th- I do feel, you know, with Spurs, the, 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 the type of player they're after, they're, they're obviously, by their very nature, because they're a Champions League team and they're doing well, they're after good players, okay? Yeah. And I think the type of player they're after, um, I was chatting to a Spurs fan, friend of mine, and we were saying that, you know, if you're a, an agent of a top player mm. and, and Spurs come in for you, would you not be like, okay, it's a great project, it's a good manager, this is a good offer, but there are a lot of other clubs out there who will pay more. So why don't we wait and see? Mm. And then if nothing else comes in, we'll, we'll take the Spurs deal. Yeah. And is that why Spurs always do their business late? And it seems to make sense to me that. Right, okay. That kind so of, we'll that see. We, we, might see some, we might see some action from them later in the day. Obviously, very difficult to say anything because we're recording at the time we are. It's, so. it's, it's, it's weird. It's kind of like um, in, in, in a kind of different situation uh, with West Ham. It's really, really easy uh, to spend a moderate amount of money with a team like West Ham because you're London-based you're right next to City Airport, so players can just fuck off to Europe when they fancy it. Yeah. Um, Spurs, on the other hand, they just don't pay enough money. They're a London club, uh, and and they need to be um, treating themselves with you know a, well, a bit more respect when it comes to. There's a whole new stadium thing, and yeah, exactly. that's all going to come out. Uh, I, I think I think I think once that gets better, then I think we might see it a little bit differently. But be, mm. before um, before I forget, though, by the way, you guys. Um, that hashtags mind charity thing by me on Monday was poor, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you were, you owe I think everybody an apology. Yeah, I, I mean did, it was I all of our correspondents who were about that basically. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> my, my eyesight <laughs> is so poor. So to, to clarify, I wasn't expecting to bring the corrections and clarifications out quite so early in the in the in the season, yeah. but it's not a hashtag on the football league club shirts. It's a mind charity logo, yeah. and they do some fine work. And I'm in very very broad support of that, uh, that that initiative and good for them. And I think some of the mania directed towards you yeah. is kind of the very yeah. antithesis yeah. of what the charity yeah. is trying to achieve. Yeah, exactly. Pete, there was some very angry, you were did yet? Right, right, right. Yeah. Look, we're watching it on UK Conquest, whatever the hell UK the Quest. channel it is. <laughs> in 4-3. Pete, I've got big, strong shoulders over nice so I can take it. <laughs> yeah, I've got big, Extremely. And now it's time for emails with PTD. It is time for emails with PTD. The first one, <laughs> Uh, it's. I mean, they're mainly about combi boilers, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, let's have some of those. Let's have some of those. <sighs> Sam Westover. Hi, guys. Just on the chat about combi boilers and no combi boilers. It would be mad. I mean, absolute madness. I think that's one of my radio stations. Uh, to, put a, <laughs> to put a combi boiler in a house with more than two bathrooms. Ooh, more than two bathrooms. You've got more than two bathrooms. The amount of How water. How the other half live, eh? I've, I've, the amount of water that would need to be heated in that scenario would absolutely ruin the combi boiler. In many cases now... Uh, in that case, a hot water cylinder uh, can be installed, which uses gas separately to heat. Hopefully, that is of some use. You and bunting, uh, obviously a, a source of heat. Um, sometimes <laughs> um, I was shocked to hear Pete's distaste 
at stored water boiler systems in form in, in favour of a combination boiler in a house over two stories. Ooh, two stories. Uh, Who are these listeners? The Warren Buffett email. The water pressure from a combi boiler is disappointing to say the least, and literally nobody likes a drippy shower. Uh, as such, many homes now install pressurised stored water systems such as Megaflow in order to maximise the pressure to upper floor showers. I hope this can help to convert Pete to a stored water believer. Well, I think, Put I think the combi boiler in the roof then. I think, to, well, now you're opening another can of worms. Oh, I think, I think to be to, to land, a, to, sorry, to lend a bit of support to, to land a blow. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was, I think I was in the vanguard of that chat about combi boilers as well because mm, when I, I actually, I came back from holiday about a year and a half ago, and the first thing that happened was the boiler exploded, like yeah. it was literally exploded. So I had mm. to call an emergency plumber out. And he said, um, yeah. You he said, no, to mind, charity, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, hashtag, hashtag mate. It wasn't hashtag. <laughs> and he said, um, you, need, you need a new boiler. And I said, well, yeah. what are the options? A water storage one or a... Com-? And he was like, water storage? No one uses that anymore, mate. Yeah. Uh, exactly. It probably meant in that type of flat. Mm. But um, so I just I just thought that, that they just weren't widely available anymore. Sure. Do you I have mean, any I, more emails? I by would the way? Say, no, they're just all about combi boilers. <laughs> and hashtags. So shut your fat mouth. I would say I would say that Sam Westover Sorry, is everybody. I would say that Sam Westover is an energy and daylight consultant. So uh Ooh. I mean a daylight consultant. Yeah. I mean, you go outside. Yeah. He's yeah, dark. he wants to put the tank on the roof so the so the sun can heat it. Exactly. That's a good shout, actually. Any more? You're, you're the sun's bitch. No more. No, okay. Let's, let's, go, let's go over a break where we can continue this chat without the listeners hearing it. Hey everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ramble. (laughs) 
Jose Mourinho, the man who stole the show. You're the special one, and you're dynamo. Whoa, whoa, Jose Mourinho! <laughs> you're special, Jose. You're welcome back anytime. We'd love to see you for a third spell or something. Yeah. Oh, welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show. Mm. One of my favourite ever Sky Sports news moments. I... For me, that is bang up there with the purple dildo. <laughs> I couldn't it's find up there yeah. with the purple yeah. dildo. <laughs> I can't remember which football. Um, very expensive Liverpool centre back. Oh, Van Dyke. Van Dyke, I think, might have splashed a Sky Sports um, person who's standing outside the ground today. That, yeah. <laughs> he tweeted, yeah, yeah. Sorry, mm, mate. Very naughty. Um, mm. In the first round of Premier League fixtures we've got a thigh rubber it's Arsenal versus Manchester City can I get confirmation from Mr Pete Donson sat opposite me that it is an official thigh rubber uh, yeah I'd go with that um, it's <laughs> going to be interesting to see what's happening with Arsenal and Man City will probably end up winning <laughs> most likely yeah. it's be strange not to see Big Veng in the dugout at the Emirates yeah. yeah I don't like it can we have a cardboard cutout just to ease us in yeah, yeah see transition period <laughs> It comes in a, one day a week. Let him wear a big jacket. Like the when weather the t- has turned. Like when a teacher retires but still works part-time in the library. Yes, that's yes. what I'm talking about. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. What, what do we expect of Arsenal this well, season? I, I would like to jump in on this and say that I would. am very encouraged that they have signed a load of nasty bastards in positions <laughs> they need. Mm. So what will inevitably happen, as Pete's already alluded to, uh-huh. is they will be really robust uh, get two players sent off and lose 4-1 yes <laughs> there you go after going a goal ahead that's right yeah um, yeah I, Licksteiner we're looking forward to seeing him yes and uh, Socrates yes and uh, Lucas Torreira as well Torreira is one that yeah. we're really looking forward to I think yeah. I wonder if he'll start with all three of those men and we've also got um, a situation <laughs> where um, Aubameyang and Lacazette we're looking for them to, to kick on. You can often forget they do have a bit of quality. You oh, know, going for the very top heavy, bit. weren't they? <laughs> yeah, well, I, bit, well yeah. I think because of the whole situation, I mean, for, I'm only talking on behalf of myself, that uh, you do look at that Arsenal team and you think, bloody hell, you know, they just need a platform I, I, to build from. And, and they should be troubling that top four. Really should they be. They've signed a new keeper as well, haven't they? They have, yes. Yeah, so yeah, it, it'll be... Um, but Man City looked pretty swept up against Chelsea in the Community Shield. Yes. And they are obviously the team to... To, 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 to chase down and, and the only sort of consolation for, for Arsenal fans about playing Man City the first game of the season is that you know they're at home and there'll be a nice a different type of atmosphere there because of the new coach and the new signings and they're a team that needs to be respected Arsenal they can definitely hurt sure. Man City I, 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 think, I think Arsenal would have preferred to have played Man City I mean not in the first game of the season obviously nobody would want to do that but play I think playing well, play away, but no, but I think they'd prefer to play them around about Christmas because the focus this year will, of course, be the Champions League for Man City. That's just the one yeah, they're going yeah, for, yeah, the yeah. final piece of the puzzle. That's what they they employ Pep Guardiola for. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not a great time to play yeah. them because they really looked on well, if, if, Chelsea. I'm not saying this will happen, but if Manchester City did beat them convincingly, then, it, you know, the pressure is massively on Emery. And also, you mentioned the atmosphere in the ground, Luke. It'll surely be dampened by the news of Stan Kroenke's complete purchase yeah. of the club. I mean, that mm. I've not seen anything positive coming from any no. Arsenal fans at all. You know, he bought Usmanov's thirty percent share, of course. And is that confirmed? That is it, it is confirmed. Right. Uh, for, he bought that for five hundred fifty million pounds, and he, he intends to exercise the legal right, which comes with ninety percent ownership of a company, and force all remaining small shareholders, most of them Arsenal supporters, to sell their shares to him. Which always sounds a horrible thing well, to say. And, and I think in practice, that I mean, we've seen. Because of the way Arsenal has been run over recent years, those pre- those um, shareholder meetings, those fan represented shareholder meetings, have almost become like a bit of an event, haven't they? Yeah, We've yeah, seen yeah. them being covered online and all the rest of it. And of course, the fans 
however small their say was anyway, and I'm sure they would have liked it to have been larger, it's now not going to exist at all, no. which is, I think is a worrying thing for football in general. Um, and I'm, I was sad to see it as well. Um, I just but, worry about the pop shields on Arsenal Fan TV. Yes. On the microphones. They're going to be sodden with pray, spit. Pray for them with spittle. Um, <laughs> going, going back to the Emery point, though, yes. just to take it back to football matters, um, it's funny because we talked about a, li- a little bit about it on, on the continent this week, which, of course, is available now, comes out every Wednesday and Saturday about European football. And Andy Brassel was saying that he was talking about PSG and Thomas Tuchel and how a lot of the players are coming out and saying, this guy's great, he's really approachable, we can talk to him. And Unai Emery, I think, had a bit of a reputation as being a bit of a hard-ass. And right? a micromanager as well. Exactly, which, of course, is exactly the opposite to what Arsene Wenger was supposed yes. to be like. Because he was so, tall. So, yeah. Well, that, <laughs> <laughs> micromanager. That's not what I'm getting at. But, like yeah. a micro-machine. <laughs> Comes in, you get five of them yeah. in, in, in a little box. <laughs> One for each day of the working week. Um, so how the players who will... I mean, of course, the new players, it'll be a slightly different situation, but how the players who were already there under Wenger mm. then react to Emery is something that shouldn't really be taken for granted because I don't, I'm not suggesting that players don't work very hard to get where they are because, of course, they do. But I spent a decent amount of time at Arsenal um, in a previous job. In your career. In a previous yeah. job. And it was a... All I can say is, and I've said it before, it was a bloody lovely place to be. Yeah, and that isn't always some sort of extended version of a sort of boys club. It isn't exactly what you need for a top level football club. So mm. the, the way it changes will be really interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. absolutely right. Um, and if you fancy goals on this one, by the way, over four and a half of them is currently three to one with Bet365. So should there be five or more goals scored, you'll get £40 back on a £10 stake. Ooh, there's no hair on my thighs. I've rubbed them all off. Damn right. Very um, early for that. You've peaked too early. <laughs> uh, I've had them lasered. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else lasered? <laughs> armpits. You know he's armpits, armpits man. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Why not do the full body? <laughs> <laughs> get, dis- get discount. <laughs> the West Hams have been very busy in the transfer window this summer. Manuel mm. Pellegrini's there. Calm yeah. down. Pellegrini's Calm there. Down. Jack Wilsh has been brought in. Lucas Fabianski. Andrei Yarmolenko from Dortmund. That is one of those ones where you think, that could go well. And it might not either. Um, <laughs> Felipe Anderson from, from Lazio. And, and Ryan Fredericks from Fulham, among others. And uh, the, the, oh, Lucas Perez, by the way, is confirmed today as well from Arsenal. Oh, yes, that's right, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Fredericks, good fullback for Fulham. I'm surprised he went, actually. I um, thought it was a very strange move on his behalf. Yeah. But um, I suppose, you know... It playing... was almost like he confirmed it straight after they had been promoted. Yeah, it was a bit of a strange one, but probably offered more money, um, bigger side and all that kind of stuff, you could argue, certainly. Uh, but yeah, some interesting signings there. Jack Wilsh is the one that we're looking at, aren't we? I don't really care about Jack Wilsh. Okay, like the no. one that Pete and I are looking at. Yeah. Pete, back me up here. Uh, he okay. Might, he, he might not. Please. I don't care that they've signed in. Jack Wilsh. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone care? Um, I, I, I would just like to put... I mean, not that they're going to listen to any of us, but I'd like to put a challenge out there to the owners and mm. say... Why did you let Patrice Evra go? Well, partly that. Yeah. I would come on to that. Um, but I would say, look, challenge them to... Why don't you just do nothing for nine months? Go, <laughs> Come out, come out and apologise for the lies you gave to the fans about a new stadium. Yeah. To, 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 because they're not going anywhere anytime soon, so nothing yeah. can be done about that. Is mm-hmm. humility their strong point? No, it isn't. No. Come out and be humble and apologise, and mm. then do nothing for nine months. You've got, you've got a perfect manager yes. who's a calm head, which is exactly what's needed. Absolutely. You've, to be fair, they've backed him in terms of signings. They've spent a decent amount of money. I mean, Felipe Anderson's a good player, 35 million or whatever. Um, Diop from Toulouse as well, don't mm-hmm. forget. 22 million, I think. And Yarmolenko was about 18. So... They're putting their hands in their pockets. They have. Now just do nothing and let the pl- club r- get on with it and see what can be achieved. Because as I said, or we said, most of last season, it's nothing on the pitch is the problem. It's, it's off the pitch is the big problem. Well, on the pitch, was it was a little bit but, of a problem. But, 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 okay, fine. Fair enough. But I suppose what I mean is, 
David Moyes' job at the time was made infinitely harder by, by all the other off-pitch stuff. Oh, yeah, of course. That's yeah. what I mean by that. Pellegrini is the perfect operator, in theory, to go in there. Such a calming influence and a good manager. And somebody who, you know, if supporters are going to kick off or anything and you see you see his, um, uh, you know, you see his face looking at you, just say, oh, calm down. You probably would, wouldn't you? Or you might shout at him, shut your noise, you an old so-and-so. The engineer. It's a great. It's one of the best nicknames in football management. That Peter just quoted Pardew there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Well, I would point out uh, you talk about um, stability off the field. Uh, there is a, f- a film starring the ex wrestler De Batista. Oh yes, oh, yes. Final score set at the ground. At the, uh, at the where, Bowling, isn't it? Uh, it's Upton Park. It is. Yeah. Either way, it's a West Ham project. Yeah. And some crazy things are happening. Pierce Brosnan, I believe, plays a Russian. Uh, the trailer looks amazing. It, it look. It could be the new goal. It could be. Oh. I'm just worrying. It should, look, things are distracting people off the pitch. That's all I'm saying. I like right. Dave Bautista as well. I do too. He's yeah, very nice. Man. I um, think I'm interviewing man. him for that very film. Are you? That'll be interesting. I'll ask him what he thinks about the signing of um, Chikorito. Yeah, and ask, ask him it. what he thinks about how far the players, the, the supporters are away from the pitch at the West Ham. And also, are you him, asked about Jack Wilshire? Ask <laughs> him how long he's been a West Ham fan as well. <laughs> yeah. Marcus, they've got a big challenge playing Liverpool opening day, though. A huge challenge. At Anfield. And this is. One of those ones where Liverpool will want to put them to the sword and get their season off to a fly. Put down a marker. They want to put down a marker, Peter, and West Ham don't want a marker to be put down on them. There's every chance this could be less a game, more a ritual sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you really, for West Ham's sake, you'd certainly hope not, because if they get get battered in that game, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, it will be be an unhappy uh, homecoming, not homecoming, a happy... um, Opener. An an opener for their first home game of the season. It's an away trip in Anfield, Anfield, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. So you think it's almost like a free hit there? Yeah, I would say, yeah. Well, West Ham are 13-1 to to beat Liverpool at Anfield this weekend. £10 with Bet365 returns, £140, including stake, if they... Pull off an upset. Will Pellegrini see it as that? If they get batting as well, it was a free hit. Start as you mean to go on. <laughs> Little fans for him. Free right. hit, lads. That's yeah. right. Uh, now, gentlemen, when I saw the photos of the managers arriving for the Premier League managers meeting, mm. I'd completely forgotten about Mark Hughes that was still involved in the Premier League. <laughs> well done to him and Southampton for staying up, of course, last season. They play Burnley at home. Now, Saints have made a few signings, but considering their season last year, and or last season, sorry, and and some of the signings they've made. Yes, there's a few with potential and so on, but I would be worried if I was a Saints fan. Well, I understand why you think that, mm-hmm. and I can I, I absolutely see where you're coming from because they only escaped relegation by three points, and they left it very late. And yes. Mark Hughes came in and did the job he did, but under but it wasn't um, a, it wasn't a massively inspiring job. They just scraped there, and I know, okay, he did the job. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but it wasn't like Hughes came over and you think, ah, oh, bang! If we stay up, then we're all right. For but a lot season. of the damage was done after under the previous manager, which yes. they didn't change quick enough. True, um, and so Mark Hughes, for whatever you think of him obviously things start to go awry after a while but generally speaking and there mm-hmm. are there are exceptions to this but generally yeah. speaking he's an okay pair of hands for the mm-hmm. Premier League so don't know, mention I'm, his hands no yeah, sorry <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely <laughs> notoriously his problem area <laughs> um, and um, and I suppose the problem they had last season as well by the way was putting the ball in the back of the net I mean they didn't score they scored more goals than the teams who were relegated but they didn't score enough goals and they created quite a lot of chances but and it is a big but Dusan Talic yep. is gone and he was one of the best creative players outside mm. of the big the big four well big six clubs I suppose yep. so that's a big loss for them it remains to be seen what Hughes can do I think to 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 to, to address those problems but they have made, they have made a couple of signings well Elianusi who's the I think he's a Norwegian international you know he's got potential he's 24 years old he's one of those players where you think 
if you're a Southampton fan, let, let's have one of those players who comes in, you think, oh, what's he going to be like? Hits the ground run, bang. And he's got, you know, a number of assists in, in his first season. Da, 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 da. That's what they want out of a player like him, potentially. I, th- I think a lot of teams are signing players uh, under the assumption that the bottom 10 teams are going to be as shit as they were last season. Because <laughs> there was a lot of oh, absolute yeah. crap a lot of drops, at, yeah. at the back. They just could not put together runs at all. It's not going to be like that this season because it can't be like that this season. It would be madness if it was yeah. the same as it might, it might be. It might be a, a start of things to come, a sign of things to come. Yeah. But you know, on, on, on the other thing about Southampton, I, I'm not, I would never profess to be long-term listeners to this show. It's nice to no. hear you defend yeah, them. I'm not, I'm not, a, I, no, no, I'm not an expert in this at you, all. You're defending them. I have to really force myself to read about Southampton. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but they seem, and you talk about the young players they've signed, in, signed and brought in and the players who have, have got potential and all that. I mean, they had that with Gabbiadini last year. They didn't play it. Yeah. From what I saw, they, they, he didn't want to play him. He didn't want mm-hmm. to play two strikers at any point. And, so, and, and that's under Pellegrino, I mean, not, 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 not yeah. Hughes. So they do have to actually play these players and sure. trust them as well. Um, so I, I, I think there are probably three teams worse than them in the Premier League again this season. But I don't know if Southampton fans will be full of optimism. Yeah. But then the team they're playing, Burnley, they've got. I think they've got a few problems as well, actually. Well, Dyche, because they're playing this evening in Turkey in a Europa League tie, Dyche says that they're down to 17 available players. Now, they've just signed Ben Gibson uh, from Middlesbrough. I think that's a good signing. I mean, mm. Ben Gibson was being touted around... Clubs bigger than Burnley, but I, th- I think they've got a good one there. They signed Matai Vidra as well, top scorer in the Championship last season, and they're stopped- he, can't, he can't. He he finds it very hard in the Premier League, though. He does, but uh, but top scorer in the Championship. He's a bit older now. But hasn't he had a chance at Watford and West Brom before? He, he has, yeah, yeah. So we shall see. Um, yeah. But I suppose at Burnley. He's not going to be asked to score tons of goals no, because they're all yeah. about the defensive unit and so on. But they're stockpiling England goalkeepers. Yeah. Joe they're, Hart's they're got the time. <laughs> yeah, well, Nick Pope has got what looks like a long-term injury, the old shoulder. Uh, Tom Heaton hasn't quite recovered yet and they needed a keeper and Joe Hart was available. Yeah. And he's gone there. It does It does seem quite odd, really, um, <laughs> in, in that sense. I mean, it's not Kepa to Chelsea, is it? No, it's it, it's not. But, but <laughs> you know, with, with Burnley, the reason I say I'll, 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 I'll be a bit concerned for them is because of this Europa League thing, they're obviously going to be gunning in for, for to get into the group stage I mean they played a really strong team against Aberdeen from the I think the first leg which I saw um, or I, I saw updates of or whatever um, they, they clearly want to get into the Europa League because yeah. why wouldn't you want to if oh, you've you worked really hard to get there so they only scored 36 goals in the league last season yeah. and they finished 7th with fewer than a goal a game that's mad isn't so it? what you do with that as we've said before is you put a lot of pressure on your defence and given that Nick Pope had an outstanding season last season and there's nothing to suggest that they're going to be able to repeat those goalkeeping exploits for reasons you've just said um, you're looking at a goalkeeper who's had injury problems himself in Heaton and a goalkeeper who's essentially looking to resurrect his career which has gone off a cliff so there's no guarantees there um, and you wonder with the extra pressure of Europa League football if they get there and the small squad that he has to work with it looks. I wouldn't be that optimistic if I was a Burnley fan. Personally. Sure, but I do think that the signing of Ben Gibson though does just eat, should ease their fears a little. But bit. He's not going to keep in the Premier League on his own, though, is he? Not on, well, of course not on his own. But I'm saying he's a good operator and and can fit into Dyche's system. And that's the thing: the system's there. You know, players come mm. in. They did move it around. It wasn't always the same back four. So they do have a few little options there. And and when you're so well drilled and you know your job. And you come in there, then then. Oh, and, uh, I, and I like watching Burnley for that reason, by the way. Yeah, very well drilled. They play in a really good system, which you can ease if you're someone who doesn't know much about tactics, but is interested in it, like me. You can actually see it moving around how yeah. it works. It's quite fascinating to watch. It certainly is. It certainly is. So um, there we are. Right now, um, 
last season we did this, obviously before well, uh, the World Cup and the European Championships, we do this. We're going to be talking about our Premier League predictions, oh, yes. uh, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously, we will talk about them when the season's finished, but we want you to get involved as well. Mm. Um, these are the categories, Premier League winner, relegated teams, dark horse. First manager to leave or be sacked from his, from his club, top scorer, player of the season, the player who receives most red cards and some notable mad shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so check you, out our, uh, our social media. Feeds. If you check out the social media feed, you can download your own form and you can fill it in, put it away somewhere safe and look at it in May like we do. Reigning champion, Luke Aaron Moore. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Did you win last year? Okay, rock bottom are going for gold. More on that later. <laughs> but I won the predictions. So I'm happy with that. There you are. So do get involved with that because it was, it was good fun. I know obviously it's a, it's a, it's a longer wait to uh, unveil the predictions, but that makes it even better, right? It makes you more likely to stick with us for the whole season. And we like that. Absolutely. At Football Ramble on Twitter and at The Football Ramble on Instagram mm, for that. Of course. Right, Luke, it's time for our best bet with Bet365. Yes. Long-term listeners will know that we do this every Thursday. I'm going to open the best bet this season and if you get it right of course um, you get to stay in the hot seat so if I win this week I'll stay until I get it wrong Um, no one has ever got three in a row I'll open it up to listeners as soon as I get one wrong Mm. we're looking for someone to get three in a row and win an official uh, order of the Ramble Empire get get a little name up on the wall in the studio hasn't happened yet but do send your (laughs) emails in to show at thefootballramble.com as soon as I get one wrong and you might be selected for the best bet uh, in that week this week I've gone for speaking of teams who had terrible (laughs) pre-seasons Everton went from the sublime to the ridiculous. They beat uh, ATV Erdening 22-0 in the middle of July, and they haven't won a game since. So I'm going to go for them to be beaten by Wolves, whose whose new signings have impressed me, um, at 11-8. So Wolves to beat Everton at 11-8. £50 on that will return £118.75 with Bet365, should those Wolves open their season with a good win. All proceeds go to Prostate Cancer UK. Uh, you must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. For more information, it's begamblerware.org. In the words of Rancid, out come the wolves. And out come the wolves. Out come the wolves. All right, then. All right, then. Um, uh, what has Luke been asking the listeners this week? That's oh, what I want to know. Should we squeeze this one in? Go on, then. We've got going for global, haven't we? I we forgot do. about that. Um, so I, I um, sometimes ask listeners a question on Facebook, on our Facebook page, which is forward slash football ramble, uh, and just laugh at their answers, really. It's content that <laughs> we don't have to with work them. with. We don't have to prepare it, do we, Pete? No. So it's easier. Um, I said this week, if you could choose just one thing to happen for your club this season, what would it be? Um, my favourite answers are Andy Camello, who said, I sport West Brom. Uh, I'd like Boilerman to get a few minutes on as a late substitute to shore up the defence we were holding on to a tight 2-1 lead. Mm. He more, could have had a pun in there. More boiler chat. Yeah, yeah. D- disappointing absence. You know, front, to, you know the pressure or something. You know. Andrew Neal, says, uh, who's a Man United fan, says, Ed Woodward and Jose Mourinho to sort out their differences once and for all in the 12-round fight. If Jose wins, Woody has to buy him whoever he wants. If Woody wins, Josie has to take Luke Shaw and Anthony Martial out for an ice cream and smile the whole time. Out to wings. Yeah, good chat. Good improvement. <laughs> and I'll finish with this one. Um, Gary Heath, uh, I support Southampton and I'd like us to finish higher than Liverpool and nick the last Champions League spot on goal difference. Gary has, quite clearly, had a blow to the head. <laughs> And we wish him well. We do. Oh, and Adam Wood actually, just quickly, as yes. a Newcastle fan, says Mike Ashley slash Lee Charnley sex tape called Loud, Proud and Endowed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There we go. There we go. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it's back. It's time for Going for Gold. So the heat is on and the time is right. It's time for you, but you would have For the sky where the states are so high, we're all born. 
Thought we'd go for a big one. <laughs> I like it. Presumably yeah. you'll cut that down as the season goes on. No, away. exactly, yeah. Pete, Pete, can you explain <laughs> to new listeners what this means? Uh, basically, I have uh, a mystery footballer in my noggin. I have some mystery footballer-related clues, and you guys take it in turns to have a crack at guessing who my mystery man is. Can you keep filling because spells is gone? This reminds gone. me of um, Jermaine's Jigsaw. Yeah. yeah. JJ's Jigsaw. <laughs> JJ's Jigsaw. <laughs> I mean, nobody listens to that. Um, <laughs> Go on, far away. Old even with the might of BBC behind me. Yeah, mm, exactly. Uh, well, yeah. Are you guys ready? Yeah, we're yeah, ready. Let's play. A, a bit of going for glory. So we have to say stop after uh, to, before we have our answer and we get one answer per clue. Correct. Right. Oh, hello. Diamond lights behind it. Bit of music. I feel like I'm under pressure. <laughs> I was born on the 5th of August, 1985. Stop. I'll go for... Like, 1985, so that makes him 33. I will go for David Bentley. Incorrect. I began my career at local club Mimosas. Whoa. That nice. sounds like a great place to Delicious. start. Delicious. Uh, Marcus, you want to guess? Stop. Costas Metroglou. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect, but enjoyable. I had a goal-scoring record of 35 goals in 67 league appearances in the Eredivisie for two seasons. I won the Johan Cruyff Award in 2005. Stop. Go on, Marcus, you go. You sure? Oh, no, I think you got it. Okay, Afonso Alves. Incorrect. Um... Oh, can't remember his name. Carry on, don't worry. Go on. <laughs> All right. Uh, whilst playing alongside Dirk Kout, uh, fans would affectionately refer Stop. to us as K2. Robin Van Persie. Oh, damn. Not Robin Van Persie, is it? K2. Stop. I, I can't go. I know what it is, but I can't do it. Marcus is shaking. Visi- visibly I, shaking. I think, I I think this new is. music, this new drone is uh, really stressing him out. Uh, I can't think. Go yeah. on. That's clue. All right, then. I'll give you a new, another clue. Dutch national Stop. team head coach Marco Stop. Van Basten. Luke. Klaus-Jan Hanteler. Incorrect. Oh, oh, that's who I was going to say. Damn. I couldn't remember his... Blooming name. Dutch Sorry. national team yeah. uh, coach uh, Marco van Basten regarded me as such a great talent that the Dutch FA tried to naturalise me. Uh, however, the Dutch Minister of Immigration opposed this uh, and uh, basically it never happened. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, my goodness me. I can't carry on. I can't think. During my time in the Premiership, I played 156 games and scored 36 goals. 136 goals? Yep. And, he, and, he, and sorry, the previous clue, he didn't get Dutch national... Uh, no. No. Oh, my goodness me. Stop. 136 goals. Is it Benny McCarthy? Incorrect. How many clues are left? Yeah. Four. Go okay, on, carry next on. Clue, next clue. Yeah, I, started, I started both the 2012 FA Cup final and Champions League, Champions League final winning both. Oh, What? 2012? Hmm. Is that Chelsea? Uh, oh, stop. It's got to be Solomon Kalou then. It is Solomon yeah, Kalou! There we go. There we go. Off the mark. Delighted about that. Congratulations, Luke Moa got there in the end. You shouldn't Fantastic. have said Chelsea, by the way. No, I wanted one of us to get it. You should have kept that to yourself. <laughs> yeah, but you wanted it to be you. Yeah. Well, Thank- first and foremost, and then you. I didn't want us to not get it. It's true. You don't want to lose to Pete. Exactly. Thank you to uh, Frank in Dublin. 
typing this surreptitiously at work. Basically, um, <laughs> Jim, Jim Campbell is brilliant at this game. Yeah. And so Marcus and I need to rack up as many points as we can until he comes back. Can Luke and I just be one team in this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hugely. Uh, if you want to uh, give me some clues, uh, peterthefootballramble.com. Uh, they are much appreciated. Yeah, and please, please, please do not send them to show at thefootballramble.com no. because that means we probably all see them. Yes, yeah. exactly. And don't send them to me either No, because no. that has happened before. Do, do send them. <laughs> thank you very much for listening ladies and gentlemen to the first Football Ramble preview show of the season sponsored by Bet365 we're back on Monday of course after the window has shut and we've seen our first Premier League action thank you very much Luke Moore and Pete Donaldson it's goodbye from me Marcus Speller goodbye see ya